What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a lot, a lot to talk about today. A lot going on, a lot of things being reported, even as we are in the depths of the lockout. But speaking of the lockout, it has been said now that both sides are not expected to discuss any of the main issues until January. You know, we sit here in mid-December now. The main issues are based on economics. I mean, you're talking about service time structure, you know, playoff expansion, luxury tax, things like that. These are really important economic topics that Major League Baseball and Major League Baseball Players Association have to iron out. But basically, it, they're, they're not even going to address them until January. And that just means that, you know, we're just going to be at a standstill for the time being. Not a big deal. I still don't think it's going to impact spring, spring training. Uh, I mean, it's very possible both sides will begin to feel more pressure to move closer to an agreement as we get closer to February. But, you know, Valentine's Day is usually around like mid-February. That's usually when pitchers and catchers report. And then, you know, you have the first exhibition games actually slated to begin February 26 of 2022. But um, obviously, players can't actually report to camp until there's an agreement. So you would need some time for players to report to camp and get into game shape before jumping right into game play. So, I mean, if you want, let's say, pitching and catchers to report on February 14, you would definitely want this wrapped up before February 14, like at the latest, you know, early February. First half of February is, is when you want this negotiation to be done. So the players can travel to spring training and start ramping up. So some people are just putting February 1st as a soft deadline, which makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. So what else is going on? What else is going on? Well, yes, we have a bunch of free agents who are waiting for that stalemate to be resolved. But there's a report coming out of San Francisco saying that the Giants will not be signing any of those big-name guys. You know, they're, they're unlikely to pursue free agents with nine-figure asking prices. So that's $100 million or more. Before the lockout, the Giants worked pretty quickly to revamp their rotation. I mean, they they were about to lose a bunch of guys to free agency. I mean, Desclafani, Alex Wood, those guys were, were free agents, but they, they re-signed them. Discofani returned on a three-year, $36 million contract. Alex Wood returned on a two-year, $25 million contract. And then they, you know, added Alex Cobb to the mix, two years, $20 million. So that gives the Giants three veteran arms to slot behind Logan Webb, who's, who's, who's a budding ace at this point. But they also let Kevin Gosman leave because they declined to match the five-year, $110 million contract the Blue Jays gave him. So... Yeah, I mean, now that we're hearing this report that from ESPN that the Giants, you know, don't want to spend a hundred million or more, you could kind of understand why they declined to match the Gosman contract. Not exactly sure what, you know, why they drew the line in the sand at that number because you know, the Giants have been known to give up big offers in the past, um, but maybe it's just I don't know. I, I don't really know. I'm not going to speculate. But their GM, 
or they're sorry, their president of baseball operations, Farhan Zaidi, has already basically thrown some cold water on the idea of them re-signing Chris Bryant. So obviously, if they're not going to spend a hundred mil or more, you're not getting Chris Bryant back. And then the other guys who are going to command that kind of money are position players, you know, Correa, Freeman, Story. Those guys are obviously going to be out of the running. And then perhaps even Nick Castellanos, who's a big bat, but he's looking for a seven or even eight year deal. So, yeah, I mean, it, I'm not really sure what exactly the Giants are are trying to do. I mean, but I'm not going to question them because it's a team that we saw them last year go you know, deep into the playoffs, just turn their season around. Sorry, turn their franchise around after a rough season. 2020, 2021 was the complete opposite. And they did really well. But maybe the Giants are actually just trying to stay away from the free agent market. Maybe they believe there's more value on the trade market. I mean, the Athletics and Reds, those teams are known to have some starters, starting pitchers available. And with all the free agent spending going on with the New York Mets, that has pushed some notable bats to the bench. Guys like, you know, J.D. Davis, guys like Jeff McNeil. So those guys could be up for trade. And then you'll have you know, some speculative bets. A guy like Cedric Mullins from the Orioles or Ketel Marte from the Arizona Diamondbacks. So there's really no limit to what the Giants could do, but maybe they just see that there's more value on the trade market than the free agent market. So maybe they will shift their sights in that direction. So Gregory Polanco, free agent outfielder, he's in talks with a team in Japan. He's in talk with multiple teams in actually no sorry it's just being reported one team in japan but that's that's a huge fall from grace i mean for being honest i mean he's he's now 30 years old but gregory polanco was one was one of the game's most elite prospects and was seen as a key building block in pittsburgh you know he got a nice contract as well for it you know a five-year 35 million dollar extension early in the 2016 season but he he's fallen off he's fallen off i mean he did have a few solid seasons in the big leagues including two years with 20-plus homers and 10-plus steals, but he only ever had one season where he was a well-above-average offensive performer. That was 2018. He had a 123 weighted runs created plus, but that year seems like such a distant memory. I mean, he's just completely fallen off since then, and you know, he, his strikeout rate has skyrocketed you know, from 14% in 2017 to 30% in the past three seasons. But to be fair to Polanco, injuries have definitely taken their toll on his body, and have sapped his production i mean while he was the most while he was mostly healthy through 2017 except for a couple of hamstring strains the 2018 season was you know the beginning of more serious physical troubles you know dislocated shoulder bone bruise in his left knee things like that you know had surgery for the shoulder injury and then that came with a recovery timetable up to seven months i mean he did Missed the first three weeks of the 2019 season, but he clearly was not right when he was activated. And he appeared in just 42 games over the next seven weeks before he returned to the injured list with inflammation in that surgically repaired shoulder. And he never made it back to the field that year. So if he does head to Japan and he does manage to rebound, he's still young enough that a major league comeback is plenty viable. I mean, he won't turn 31 until September 14th of next season. So we're talking nine months from now. So a strong year in Japan could definitely open the door for a raise or a multi-year deal to remain in Japan, or he could come back to the big leagues. So at the very least, signing in Japan will lock in a guaranteed 2022 salary for him, which isn't likely to happen 
in Major League Baseball where he'd probably be, you know, trying to get a non-roster deal with an invite to spring training somewhere. So we'll keep an eye on Gregory Polanco, but you know, that's a bit of a fall from grace, unfortunately. But it happens. It happens. You know, it's it's tough to stay in the big leagues. It's one thing to make it to the major leagues, but to stay there. You know, it's hard to make it, but it's even harder to stay there. And that's something that a lot of players will tell you. They will say that. Um, or former players, I should say. I've, I've heard this from former MLB players they've t- who have told me this. It's harder to stay in the major leagues. It's just, you know, having a long career is something that, um, you know, some of us take for granted because we're used to seeing certain names all the time. But, you know, what goes into it? There's a lot that goes into it. Uh, because somebody's always coming from your job. You know, they're always drafting new players. They're always, you know, it's there, there's a pipeline, a steady pipeline feeding into that system. And, and for you to stand out for an extended period of time means you have to be on top of your game all the time. So that is where we stand. So those will be the updates we cover for now. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.